Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Tuesday, June the 13th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley at the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Farm and Ranch, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This newscast is brought to you by the Founders Trade and Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at MikeChurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. The U.S. decides to rejoin UNESCO and pay back dues to counter Chinese influence. McCarthy, House conservatives reach a truce. The pride nonsense over the White House has to stop, according to military veterans. And liberal mainline United Methodists see more than 5,000 congregations leave amid arguments over sex and gender. The U.S. decides to rejoin UNESCO and pay back dues to counter Chinese influence. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. UNESCO announced on Monday that the United States plans to rejoin the UN Cultural and Scientific Agency and pay more than $600 million in back dues after a decade-long dispute sparked by the organization's move to include Palestine as a member. U.S. officials say the decision to return was motivated by concern that China is filling the gap left by the U.S. in UNESCO, policymaking notably in setting standards for artificial intelligence and technology education around the world. The move will face a vote by UNESCO's member states in the coming weeks, but approval seems a formality after the resounding applause that greeted the announcement in UNESCO's Paris headquarters on Monday. Not a single country raised an objection to the return of a country that was once the agency's single biggest funder. This is making it very clear that the Biden administration's way forward in trying to deal with world affairs and international tensions is simply to return the U.S. to being the biggest funder of everything and to bow down to liberal governing bodies and organizations throughout the world. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy appeared Monday to have resolved for now an impasse with some of the more conservative members of his caucus, who had brought the chamber to a standstill last week. McCarthy met with nearly a dozen lawmakers in his office in an effort to put down a revolt and jumpstart various priorities that had stalled last week amid the GOP infighting. He called it a productive meeting where everybody's attitude was, how do we find where we all work together? McCarthy promised more meetings within the last week's holdouts and a focus on reducing federal spending in the weeks ahead. We've got a lot more victories for the American people we want to fight for, and we're only able to achieve it if we stick together, he told reporters. Prominent military veterans have accused the Biden administration of diminishing the American flag by placing a pride banner at the center of a display over the weekend. The White House held a Pride Month celebration on the South Lawn Saturday afternoon, and the decorations included a rainbow-colored flag at the center of the White House balcony, with one American flag to each side. Today, the People's House, Your House, sends a clear message to the country and to the world, read a message from Biden's Twitter account. 
America is a nation of pride. However, critics say the administration ran afoul of the U.S. flag code, which states that the stars and stripes should be at the center and the highest point of the group when a number of flags of states or localities or pendants of societies are grouped and displayed from staffs. You would think the White House knows this. Chad Robichaw, a Marine veteran who helped spearhead one of the largest civilian evacuation efforts from Afghanistan, told the New York Post in a statement. They do. They just don't care. Our quote of the day, what does love look like? It has the hands to help others. It has the fees to hasten to the poor and needy. It has eyes to see the misery and want. It has the ears to hear the sighs and sorrows of men. That is what love looks like. St. Augustine. And coming up, our saint of the day, he was called to leave everything to follow Christ, eventually building a treehouse as a hermitage. He was known as a great man of prayer and a great scripture and theology scholar. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. All right, folks, listen up. This June, just don't do it. Don't drink the fake thing. And let Anheuser-Busch drown in Lake Tranny. And, for extra credit, celebrate Humility Month and our Lord's Sacred Heart with our Celebrate Humility Month kit. Here's what you get. A yard sign, window stickers, the Humility of Heart paperback book, and Litany of Humility prayer all in one box. Get your kit today at humilityofheart.com and celebrate the Sacred Heart and not, you know, that other thing this Jew. Our saint of the day is St. Anthony of Padua. He began his journey as a servant of God and a very young man when he decided to join the Augustinians in Lisbon, giving up a future of wealth and power to be a servant of God. Later, when the bodies of the first Franciscan martyrs went through the Portuguese city where he was stationed, he was again filled with an intense longing to be one of those closest to Jesus himself, those who die for the good news. So Anthony entered the Franciscan order and set out to preach to the Moors, but an illness prevented him from achieving that goal. He went to Italy and was stationed in a small hermitage where he spent most of his time praying, reading the scriptures, and doing menial tasks. The call of God came again at an ordination where no one was prepared to speak. The humble and obedient Anthony hesitantly accepted the task. The years of searching for Jesus in prayer, of reading sacred scripture, and of serving him in poverty, chastity, and obedience had prepared Anthony to allow the Spirit to use his talents. His sermon was astounding to those who expected an unprepared speech and knew not the Spirit's power to give people words. Recognized as a great man of prayer and a great scripture and theology scholar, Anthony became the first friar to teach theology to the other friars. Soon he was called from that post to preach to the Albigensians in France, using his profound knowledge of scripture and theology to convert and reassure those who had been misled by their denial of Christ's divinity and of the sacraments. After he led the friars in northern Italy for three years, he began his headquarters in the city of Padua. He resumed his preaching and began writing sermon notes to help other preachers. In the spring of 1231, Anthony withdrew to a friary at Campo Sampero, where he had a sort of a treehouse built as a hermitage. There he prayed and prepared for death, and on June the 13th, he became very ill and asked to be taken back to Padua, where he died after receiving the last sacraments. Anthony was canonized less than a year later and named a doctor of the church in 1946. The number of congregations departing the United Methodist Church exceeded 5,000 last week as the second largest Protestant denomination in the United States continues to fracture over theological disagreements. 
mostly pertaining to human sexuality. The number of churches that have been given the green light by their annual conferences to disaffiliate increased from approximately 4,600 early last week to 5,321 as of Friday. The number of churches leaving the UMC has surged in recent years, with approximately 2,000 congregations being approved to disaffiliate in 2022, and more than 3,000 this year. In 2019, the General Conference voted 438 to 384 to uphold the church's ban on ordaining LGBTQ clergy and officiating at or hosting same-sex weddings. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.